Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 166 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am one of your hosts, Jim Viscardi, joined by Christian Hoffer, Megan Peters, and an incredibly special guest today, Sarah Nottacheni, the voice of Ash. Hello. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, Sarah. How is your day going? Very nicely. How is yours? Well, you, it's, uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. It's raining here. So I may, uh, disappear for, for a little bit. So we'll see how that goes. Um, anyway, this is, uh, this is a show all about Pokemon stuff. Uh, the games, the anime, the, uh, the weird things you can find at fast food, um, uh, places. We, if it's got Pokemon in the name, we're talking about it. Uh, and today we're going to start the show off, uh, frequent listeners of the show. Uh, have been following the baby brawl debate for uh, almost three weeks now uh, because of the the very rapidly changing um, uh, results and rules of the show. And so we said, look, there is one way to officially put this debate to bed. Uh, and so, Richard, let's let's pull up uh, let's pull up the rosters. Sarah, we're going to let you cast the deciding vote. So a couple weeks ago, we uh, did a draft, a uh, snake draft, where uh, uh, you know all of us picked our teams. Uh, there was literally, uh, the, the and we put it up for a vote, basically. And it was really like, what team do you like best? Uh, not necessarily, it, it could either be what team you think would win or whatever. So uh, Christian uh, was the current was the current leader in the sense that uh, he found some votes at the at the end of our 24 hour voting period where I was very much in the lead uh, for for the first couple uh, for the first like 22 hours, say. Um, And uh, but (laughs) it's neither here nor there. I have decided whatever the result is here. I will go away. I will I will accept said said choice. Uh, So obviously we've got Munchlatch. Munch lacks Elekid, Azuril, Magby, Bonsley, and Hippini. For me, Riolu, why not Pichu, Cleffa, Chingling, Tyrogue for Christian, Mantak, Toxel, Togepi, Smoochum, Bidu, and Mime Jr. You're talking to me? Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it's Bonsly, just so you know. Is it Bonsly? I do this yeah, in because- podcast. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> See, okay. <laughs> that was going to be a question we were we were we were going to ask later. Um, another thing that comes up on the show is uh, the mispronunciation of names, and it's one of those things that you don't really realize until you have to say it. Uh, yeah, we'll talk. Have about it. have there been any that have like surprised you when you either saw it in a script and were just and someone had to like tap you on the shoulder and like uh, you got to say it this way if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, so I, I played Clefable on the show, and it took me a really long time to stop saying Clefable. Every time it showed the <laughs> fable, and I, I finally, I finally, I, I have PTSD from saying it wrong too, too many times. They actually slap you every now. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> every time I do it wrong. No, they're I great. It. Um, but it happens. There is a pronunciation guide that I'm not allowed to have, and I really want. I'm like, I'm trying to bribe them for it. They just, they're not having it. I'm like, just send it to me, so I never make a mistake on a show and a card opening. Like, come on, I need to, I need to do this right of all people. 
And no, I, I do make mistakes probably without even realizing it. So internet, have at it. That's incredible. Uh, all right, sorry, so we're gonna let, we're gonna let, uh, toss this up to you. Are there any that stand out to you? I mean, obviously, uh, you you mentioned kind of pre-show that look. I mean, you you voiced um, one or two of these before. I voice uh, I voice Badu. I do voice Badu, so I'm yeah. very partial to my baby Badu. Um, Cleffa, I voice Clefable and Clefairy. I don't think I've ever had the opportunity to voice Cleffa, so we don't care about that. Bye, Christian. Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh man. Bonsly is really cute, and it's actually one of the first gifts that I got is a Bonsly keychain. I just remembered that. Oh. Yeah, it's very cute. So it holds a place in my heart. And Happini, I play, I play Chansey. Um, so this is this is really, really hot for me, I have to say. <laughs> um, but as the doctor in the room, I'm gonna go i'm gonna go with megan because she's oh my gosh (laughs) we have pokemon on land we have pokemon in the sea we have toxel which is not a pokemon i ever even come across we've got Togepi, which is just like the cutest and we got mime jr it turns into mr mime and like who doesn't love that's it to make like an acceptance speech (laughs) (laughs) congratulations megan uh, the official winner of the uh, wild podcast uh, has appeared uh, first official brawl for uh, baby brawl for all so i'd like to thank mainly sarah and badu for this victory (laughs) (laughs) shortly there with uh togepi and mantike because they are you know my my babies you know they are baby pokemon and they are my babies so i gladly accept this trophy um and yeah, that's it. No one can correct me. I want this. <laughs> yeah, this is, I, I bestow this trophy that has nothing to do with Pokemon upon. There we go. But I accept it. I absolutely love that. Oh my god. Okay, so Sarah, uh, I've got I got a question for you. Oh god, Chuck it, Chuck it. This is part of the show. I'm really sorry. Your 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 background your background's pretty legit. So I gotta ask, is this something that like you have pieced together over, you know, like the 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 dark times basically when when everyone was kind of at home, or was this like was this kind of always your setup? No, uh, no, no, no. So I never collect some. Okay, let's start early, early, Sarah. My grandma was like a, a legitimate hoarder. She was never diagnosed because nobody cared about psychiatry in Russia. And, and, and it, she was too old. She was like, whatever. I'm a hoarder. I'm a hoarder. I have OCD. I'm a hoarder. She collected like plastic bags and like the tops of ginseng bottles and all this kind of weird stuff. That, it's worth nothing. Um, so I, on the other hand, I've decided to, um, up, up the game and, and, uh, honor my grandmother. And, uh, now I collect things that actually mean something to me. Uh, so I have these, I just got this at a convention at a, at a, at a trading card show, Garden State trading card show this weekend, actually Bob Budiansky, who's a, who's a, an artist for Marvel. He has these uncut sheets of Marvel cards so I have this one. I have all of these chaser cards back here, oh, and I have another another sheet over there that didn't really fit on the wall. So I just slapped those up. Um, I have this uh, this Pokemon. Box. It's, it's the first edition. This is a is, first it, is that a is that a base set? It's a base set. Yeah, it's not. There's nothing in there. It's empty. I'm I don't, I'm not that fortunate. But um, I mean, look, we 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 talk about uh, this stuff quite a bit. Just the box itself. 
just the box itself is 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 worth a pretty penny. So you, you, you should swap that full of GI Joe cards and sell it to Logan Paul. <laughs> full of garbage pail kids, <laughs> which I have as well. Um, so this box, I I, I I helped open. I think it was at a Collecticon. I have that note somewhere in there. Um, That's cool. At a Collecticon. This is a Pokemon first movie. Is it on VHS? It's a VHS. I'm a really oh, big VHS fan. I've never gotten rid of my VHS tapes because who knows? What if they cancel the internet? <laughs> um, wait, 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 but do you do you have a VHS player? Of course. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yes. That's, of course. You, what if the, what if DVDs don't work anymore? That's what if, true. What if, no. What look, that goes down, and all the things you bought on iTunes are gone. It's true. Mm -hmm. I look, look I, I agree. And I, I've got one. I only bought one because I think I've shown this on the show before. Um, one of my favorite pieces of movie like swag and memorabilia is uh, when Bumblebee was coming out on home video, uh, Paramount made actual working VHSs of the movie. Like this is a movie that has no right being on VHS, but they made it. And so I bought one. Uh, I bought I bought my VHS player one also to play play all my Disney movies, but also. Yes. Yes. I needed to see if this worked. They I swore to me it did. I plugged it in and it did. Yeah, there you go. The other thing that I will say, this, is, this was my first gift from Pokemon, the statue of Ash. Oh, and, that's really cool. And my mom actually broke it. <laughs> uh, she, the Thunderbolts here fell right off. So we, oh. we glued that together. So it's the only one in the world with a, with a, with, with a broken. Yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> The Pokemon Battle Frontier poster from the San Diego uh, Comic-Con in 2006. We have all our signatures on it. They used to live in my mom's house, and I was like, this is a cool thing to have as a background. And then just a few stats and some cards from Real Breaking Nate and Super Duper Danny and uh, my my high school diploma. Nice. Okay. Thank you. There we go. <laughs> is... Um, uh, you, you mentioned you obviously your mom uh, a bit a bit of a collector uh, herself. Uh, does is she the kind of mom that will like literally go out and buy anything that either has Ash or any of the Pokemon that that no. you have voiced just just to have? No, no, my parents okay. show no pride. We don't do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't collect anything. She, uh, my my grandma was the was the collector, and it scared both right, of us. Right. And we we're kind of minimalists. Like my apartment right. is pretty minimal, but that's awesome. It's in my blood. And I'm getting really good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right. Now. But this wasn't during the pandemic. This all started when I started doing conventions, uh, uh, period. I never really did them. I did a couple, you know. Um, now uh -huh. I do them like all the time. And I'm like, what am I doing here? All these people, all yeah. these great vendors. And we're trading and, you know, wheeling and dealing. It's mm -hmm. fun. Uh, I will. I will say if you if you are not following Sarah on on Instagram, uh, you basically get like the con experience. Um, you know, anytime that she goes. Uh, so definitely, definitely great follow on Instagram for for sure. All right, let's get through some of the news, uh, and then we'll take our quick break, and then we'll we'll start hitting Sarah with with a whole bunch of questions and your questions. If you've got questions in uh, in the chat, we do do this live every Monday for those listening uh, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific uh, twitch.tv forward slash comic book. All right. Uh, we talked about this last week, but Pokemon Puzzle League is now live on the switch. Megan, are you putting away the N64 or are you uh, absolutely to play it not. only on switch? No way. But I will say, you know, the N64 is a bulky little console. You know, cartridges <laughs> are the cartridges are like the size of a switch by themselves. Uh, so that stays uh, plugged into like the main living room TV. Uh, but okay. my switch console now I can play Pokemon Puzzle League like as I'm going to bed. And like it's revolutionary. That music just there's something like primal about it from when I played that game as a kid and Pokemon Puzzle League 
it is like some of the best sleep I've gotten. <laughs> like just being like, oh yeah, playing this game. This music is so soothing. Uh, you know, it's 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 a ten out of ten for me. I'm I'm very much very much happy with the fact that it's on Switch now. Christian, have you have you played it yet? No, I, I have not played it. It is on my to-do list. Unfortunately, I, I'm in the middle of reviewing a pretty sizable Nintendo game that is taking up all of my free time. Um, so I, 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 I have not gotten the chance to play it. Um, you know, I, I will say I'm really surprised, like, the nostalgia for this game has really come out um, because, like, Kotaku and Polygon are all like, the best Pokemon game ever! It's finally out on Nintendo Switch! I'm like, that was Pokemon Snap, and it already came out a couple months ago. So I don't like. Look, yeah, I love, it's definitely not was, the best. You know, I'd say second best. <laughs> yeah, so I, good. I was definitely I'm so sorry. Like, I, I, Sarah, I, have you have you played any of the the like the old like Pokemon adjacent games when they were coming out on like N sixty four and stuff, or are those is that like a, a bit of a blind spot for you? I was not allowed to play video games as a child. Oh, fair. There we go. See, there oh, we go. Man. <laughs> I had a Game Boy. I begged. I begged for the Game Boy, and I, I didn't have Pokemon on it. Well, <laughs> it's uh, it's so it it's so funny because the you know uh, Christian and myself uh, both have have kids now, and so um, whenever these older games um, hit the Switch or whatever, it's always like a weird opportunity to like like I put I let my kid play puzzle league. And, uh, at first she was like, what the hell is this? And now she's like, Oh my God, I love it. And so I'm like, yes. All right. Love it. Uh, so anyway, so if you have not gotten it yet, go check it out on the switch. It's in the, uh, it's in the Nintendo store there for, for you to go grab. Uh, the second bit of news we have today, we love ourselves, uh, some, some big time, uh, life-size plushes mm -hmm. and boy oh boy do we get uh, two more christian is this is this coming stateside or is this japan I only don't, i don't think it's been announced stateside yet yeah. i think these are japan only currently okay. and, and so, that's yeah, probably so a good right thing lucario and sfeel um seal like, like is it's so funny it's just a ball right yeah. like it's just, it's just like just the ball with his little little flippers and whatever mm -hmm. but the lucario one is pretty cool i gotta imagine um, no, 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 no. Lucario is not cool. That thing is horrifying. Imagine <laughs> coming home and Lucario is standing in the corner waiting to stab you with its little steel spike hand things. Like that, that is like how like, you know, like shootings happen, Jim. But it's, and but it's snuggly. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let us not associate Lucario no. with like, like no, yeah, no, absolutely not. Lucario uh, is a pristine, lovely member and citizen of the Pokemon, you know, society. Yeah. Uh, I just wonder, I is it, I just, Plush, though, I just wonder if it's three feet tall. I yeah. I I just dislike. I think I think I've realized I've hit my limit on these like life size Pokemon plushes. I don't like like human esque like standing on two feet Pokemon plushes. Like especially when they're four feet tall. That thing's bigger than my kids. Like two out of my three kids are smaller than that Lucario plush. That is weird. That is weird. It's just you know like Spiel is fine. Spiel is just like a beach ball. That's what you know. It's Literally, it's a fear. But Sarah, you know. have you seen those? Uh, the 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 the, mo the most popular one, obviously, is the gigantic Snorlax beanbag. Yeah, I've is seen them. I've, I've seen being promoted by like Ando and uh, Super <laughs> Duke Danny. Yeah, I so want is that, one. Is that, is that something? But is that something where you get to use? Like, can you use like your ash pole to be like, hey, send one? Uh, Give me one. Send one. 
really. <laughs> 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 Jazz Wars really has been very kind to me. They sent me a couple of things. But Pokemon used to be headquartered in New York. And then right. I could be like, I could just walk in and be like, uh, Give me. and it's really hard to see that one person. <laughs> Fair. Fair. No, no. These days they're in Seattle and I'm, I'm not walking in. All right. Last bit of news is uh, according to a, a job posting, it looks like the Pokemon company is starting a library slash archive. Now this is interesting on two fronts because uh, obviously we're, you know, this, we're comicbook.com. And so, you know, we um, it's well documented that Marvel and DC have these, huge archives and like dc in particular had like warner brothers and whatever like they have a like this just gigantic archive of all of this stuff where you know they've got you know 9.8 of every you know key comic you can imagine uh for that stuff and so it's interesting that uh <laughs> damon streams in the chat oh you mean a dex yes absolutely uh, it's interesting that the pokemon company seems to be just starting one because I feel like this would be something that they would uh, have kind of done all. I would imagine the various like brands or licensing licensing partners probably have some of that stuff, yeah. but so to, is, to have an official record is, is interesting. Christian, tell us more. Yeah. So this one, this one was like really shocking. So, you know, Christian Hoffer secret backstory. I work with the OSU libraries on their, um, not like work with them, but like we're like a partnered with, um, the biggest cartoon library in the world. Um, and so, like, I actually, like, know a lot of people who are shockingly qualified for this job. Um, so this is, you know, it, it's an archive job. They're, they are creating an internal physical repository uh, for various Pokemon stuff. And it is all about, uh, this is their first internal archive, which I was shocked about, like, absolutely shocked about. Um, the, the big thing is they, they're, they're trying to get their hands on Pokemon trading card games. So it's all about, you know, Getting Pokemon cards, uh, other physical pieces of, you know, um, Pokemon stuff. So it's not as much like the Pokemon, um, like, like the, like licensed partner stuff. Like they sure. want like the cards they want. I, I'm assuming like I'm assuming actual, the games, yeah, the games, things like that. Mm -hmm. And it is like, I, I'm like one, I'm shocked that this has never happened before. And, you know, but somebody's going to have to go and build a collection of Pokemon cards. So good luck getting that Pikachu illustrator. Um, I mean, we know yeah. they just need to call one of the, like, Logan Paul or something. Yeah, you know. Just like, a, can can we just, like, have this unload, <laughs> please? For the, also, for the, for the you know, museum. I'm even though I have no library experience, I, I very much want to apply for this job. Like, I feel like, you know, like, yeah, absolutely. Like, this is like a dream job. Like to be a hundred percent honest, like you know, to, to be the Pokemon librarian, like uh, that's amazing, absolutely amazing. I'm, I'm like, I've, I've been like sharing this to all the librarian friends I know. I'm like, are you going to apply for this? You should apply for this. <laughs> I mean, that's like well, a look. ten out of ten business card to get one to be like, hi, I'm so and so. I am the Pokemon librarian. <laughs> like what? that's that's a goal. Sarah just told us she has a one of a uh, one of a kind uh, statue behind her. And she, she, you know, so, yeah, so that'll be the first thing we're going to take. We're going <laughs> to. <laughs> the only thing that makes it one of a kind is that it's broken. No, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Oh, no, I, 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 for those just joining us. Yeah. Right. This oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, but no, that that's I mean, like I said, that that stuff is is super cool. I think the uh, Sarah, if they were to open like 
a Pokemon museum uh, is that like, like you're there opening day, right? Like you've got. I would stand. Yeah, I would stand in a case. <laughs> <laughs> I've done this. <laughs> yeah, it. they just like hire. They have like shifts for you. You get like a, an hour yeah. lunch break every so often. They put like a cardboard standee of you. You're, like, you're, <laughs> you're making her sound like she's going to be like a Disney mascot, like Disney World. Um. <laughs> yeah, look, you know what they could do? Uh, yeah. like if, you, if you guys ever been to Disney and they've got the the uh, the Nemo thing, that's the sea turtle that talks to you kind of uh, thing. Yeah, they could have. They can have a thing where like you, you go into a theater and Ash is there and and like and Sarah can can talk to the crowd. I would, I would like run around as Ash because most people don't know what I look like. You know, well, now now that I'm famous, because well. of you guys, um, <laughs> run around and like whisper as in Ash's voice to be terrible things to people. as they, <laughs> That could be a gig. Uh, uh, all right. Well, let, let's take a quick. Uh, 60 second break and then uh, when we when we get back uh, we have so many questions uh, for Sarah because we're um, we're huge fans obviously and uh, we'll hopefully get some some fun insight and more when we're back in 60 seconds knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling meeting new friends or just even to master a new skill but it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. And we're back. So for those of you just tuning in, Sarah uh, Nadocheni has been more than gracious to join us on this week's episode. She's the voice of Ash Ketchum on the Pokemon anime. And, uh, and we're just going to have a, a, a conversation about her, her experience uh, doing the show, her experience uh, now as a, an avid con goer. Um, and we'll, we'll see, see where it goes. Uh, Sarah, you've been doing this for, for 16 years and I, I've got to imagine uh, the methods in which you do do this have changed quite a bit. Um, can you can you kind of like walk us through, you know, just like what it was like when you first got the job compared to, you know, what it's like, you know, going in in a week to, to go record some new stuff? Yeah, totally. Um, so when I first started, I, I, I got the audition. I actually forgot that I had the audition because it was on a Monday and I had like an at-a-glance calendar that you had to flip every week and I didn't flip it on Sunday. And then Monday comes around. And I'm like, oh, let's see what I have going on today. And oh my God, it was the audition. So I go to the audition. Well, I, I went to a friend's house and I'd watched Pokemon. I was like a fan of Pokemon as a kid. And so I was familiar with the show. It wasn't totally new to me. Um, and I go to her house and I start like trying to match the voice <laughs> and she's like, you sound nothing like this, but good for me. She's tone deaf. Didn't have any idea what would work and what wouldn't. So <laughs> I, I, sh I 
needed an actor friends with that. It would have been a good choice, but she's my best friend. She was like, come over. So I did the audition. I cried after the audition. It was like a half hour long audition. So in the back of my mind, I was like, if they're spending this much time with me, they must see something like I'm not, I'm not, not in the running. And long story short, I booked it. And for like the first year, Pokemon, the producers were like, oh, a little bit lower, a little bit higher, you know, in terms of pitch. And the, that whole year, I was like, I am not staying at Catchmon. <laughs> this is it. Um, this is just like a, a cute blip in my career. Cool. Um, and now, 16 years later, I'm here and I'm pretty much able to do it in my sleep. There have been sessions where I have been extremely tired and I'm like, just like between takes, just kind of sitting there, like kind of like, okay, okay. And then the beeps come. I like, I listen to the director. I do listen to the director. <laughs> I listen to her and I'm like, okay, this is what's about to happen. And the beeps come and I'm like, okay, here we go. Pikachu Thunderbolt now. <laughs> Full energy, let's go. And then I just like zen out again. This happens if I record on a Monday after a convention. Oh, that's incredible. So that's my methodology now. Before it was all like based on adrenaline and fear and like, oh my God, I better get this right and keep my job. And now it's just like, yo, I'm chill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you, so are you still going into a studio to, to do this? Or are you able to do some of it from, from home? Like, I've, you know, we've spoken to some other uh, voice actors before who've like yeah. have basically turned a room into their house into, you know, uh, a, a recording studio and, yeah. and all that. So, yep. So I, once the pandemic hit, I had to very quickly repurpose. I was staying with my mom. I was renovating my new place. And so thank, thank the Lord. I have a, a small but mighty walk-in closet here. So I outfitted that once the renovation was done. But I took over my mom's actual bedroom closet for like six months because it took so long to make this happen. Um and yeah, now I'm by coastal New York and LA and, and in LA, I have a whole bedroom where I like did the vocal booths to go blankets and some Oralex panels and, you know, my mic and a table that like goes up and down at the push of a button and the whole thing. So it's very lux. I really enjoy it. I enjoy that room a lot more. <laughs> but sometimes we do go in, you know, if clients want to come see if Netflix wants to come, you know, we, I do go in and sometimes it's just nice to go in to feel like I'm working a real job. <laughs> And see, you know, yeah. Nice. Megan, you want to toss the next one, uh, next question her way? Yeah. I mean, kind of what I always have a question about as somebody who's watched, you know, Pokemon since I was a little kid, still do, um, is that, you know, Ash has obviously gone through a lot of stuff, even though he doesn't tend to age. But like, I want to know for you, like having been with this character for 14 years, like how do you get in Ash's headspace? Like, do you have any rituals? Or is there anything like that you have to do to like channel the the almighty Ash Ketchum to be the best, to be the, you know, the number one? Um, what does that look like for you? The tenacity is the thing that like hooks me in. I'm like, this kid will go to all lengths to love, love his Pokemon and, and never to wrong um, to, to his Pokemon, by his Pokemon, and to win and to involve his friends and to, you know, to just be a good guy. It's not, it's not hard to, it's not hard to become him. He's kind of, I've kind of become him over the years because I used to have a lot of depression issues and that kind of thing. And playing this character who's just like always ready to go I've slowly become that because I'm like, if he can do it, I can do it. Why not? 
Yeah. And, and over, over the years, I want to know, like, what's your favorite thing that you've seen change with the Pokemon anime? Like what's something over the last 16 years that you've seen fundamentally shift or, you know, evolve that you're proud of or that you think yeah. is just exciting for the show? A lot of fans comment, and I'm not doing this on purpose, but a lot of fans comment on, on the performances sounding like more natural. I don't want to say grounded. They've always been grounded. Even the, the, the biggest performance could be grounded, um, but they're a bit more natural. And that's kind of where I naturally tend to perform anyway. Um, mm -hmm. So that I'm, I'm happy about. Because I, I enjoy those types of performances more personally. So I'm, I'm into mm -hmm. that. Um, in X and XY and XYZ, he got markedly more mature. Mm. But then he kind of went back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if it's a linear change, but there's definitely <laughs> been like, you know, now Ash is kind of this way. Now Ash is kind of this way. And now he's more adventurous. And now he's more like serious and gung home. Yeah. And and kind of for me, I want to know personally, do you have like a favorite series that you voiced Ash in? Like, what's the region that you like look at and you're like, yeah, that's that's the work Ash has done. <laughs> yeah. X, X, Y, X, Y, Z. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, Got to I have to ask, were you also rooting for Ash and Serena to get together at the end of that? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who was it? There we go. <laughs> the argument online, it's so, it's so, like, ooh, people are very, very good. The, the Misty crowd and the Serena crowd, like, these are... <laughs> Butt heads, man. It's really it's like we've got ourselves a fellow person of culture here. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it happens. I like them together. I like Serena a lot. And mm. and uh, Haven Pascal, she she does an incredible job voicing that character. So it's awesome. Uh, do you, I love do it. you do you ever get mad? Like it like obviously you've been with with and not mad, or just like uh we we joke a bit that uh Ash is so clearly from a Pokemon trainer experience level, so clearly very good at what he does over the years as, as he's amassed all of this uh, experience. Um, uh, but you were like, has, has there ever been like a, a fight or a battle where you're like, no, Ash, Ash should have won that one. Oh, um, ooh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, he should have won at the end of XYZ, right? I was shocked. I remember being like actually shocked and saddened, saddened, truly sad by, by the yeah. results on that one. And then the, the, when he won, I was like, really? This one? I'm going to get in trouble for saying this. And if I do, I'm coming for you. Oh, <laughs> All your no, I, I, so when the XYZ thing happened, I, I was like the person like on the desk, the news desk at the time. So I, I was writing about it. And so yeah. literally the week before I was like, Ash has got this in the bag. Right. Two to one advantage, you know, got Greninja just in the back pocket, going to yeah. win this thing. And the, the next week when he lost, I was, you know, I had to do everything in my power not to write like Pokemon, you know, you know, throws a lot of bullshit at, you know, his fans, like, how dare they? What is this yeah. nonsense? I was like, so mad. Oh, well, it's a beautiful thing to draw emotion from our audiences. Yes. <laughs> there, there you go. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I know personally, Hoffer and I felt a lot of emotion with that episode, mainly just <laughs> disbelief. <laughs> just like, come on. Tables, you know, just. Yeah. 
staring sadly into space. Mm-hmm. So, so obviously, one of the other topics of conversation is the uh, the you know we mentioned it right. Ash is uh, the eternal ten year old uh, and has been for years. Uh, is there is there a, a, a secret to to kind of maintaining uh, that? Like, uh, it just is it kind of just? Uh, I don't want to say it's routine, not to to, yeah. to diminish it, but like it's just like when you're as you're doing it, because um, obviously, like culturally 10 year old, like 10 year olds have changed from, uh, from, <laughs> from, from, from VHS to TikTok. Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so what's the secret to, uh, to maintaining a, a cons- the, the consistency for, yeah. for Ash for you? Joanna Vargas face products <laughs> where I get most of my glow. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, now that you mentioned this, uh, so I've always said that the reason, and this isn't from Pokemon, this is this is my, sure. you know, my own uh, theory, that he never ages because he needs to be there for every generation. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful thing. As parents, you're going to mm-hmm. see it if you haven't seen it already. It's a beautiful thing to be able to share the character that you loved as, as a youngster with your youngsters. And that's kind of the beautiful thing about Pokemon and any show that um, is able to do this. Um but now that you mentioned that kids have changed in a small but kind of fundamental way because of the shift from VHS to TikTok and <laughs> the speed at which they acquire information, does Ash need does Ash need to change? Does Ash need to change? No, because he's fundamentally a tenacious, kind-hearted, spirited young guy, and that is still at the core of every human being that is that that identifies with with ash so yeah. no i will we see ash scrolling at night <laughs> i don't know i hope not i hope this is just like a blip in our culture and yeah. that we find a way to stop scrolling so much that's right love it uh, christian what you got oh uh, well you know i've just been like jumping in um yeah. so you know you you mentioned that you know, when you originally like went to audition for this role, you know, in that first year, you didn't think that this was going to be like your thing. Like, it, like how long did it like take you to come to like terms? Like, you know, cause you, you've been doing this for like, you know, people started watching you perform as Ash when they were like children and now they have children, you know, you're, you're literally a generational actor. I, 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 I'm not to age you because you started doing this really young. I did. I did. I know. No, people come up to me. They're like, what do you mean you've been doing it for 16 years? I'm like, Joanna Vargas. <laughs> it's <laughs> every time this happens. It's so it's like, at, time at, flies, man. It's at, insane. <laughs> at what point did you like realize like you like this, this is like, like kind of like, you know, this, this is like a, a literally a role of a lifetime. And like, you know, uh, like when, you know, like did it take some time to like come to terms with that? Like, yeah. you know, I've always wondered like about like voice actors who like do this for so long. Like, you know, yeah. you get like the voice of Mario or the voice of Big yeah. Bird and stuff like that. And they do it for 50 years. And it's like, like one character, like, you know, like, and then you have like voice actors who do like a thousand different roles. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I do do other roles. Hang on. Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. I, I know you do. Plenty. Yeah. 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 It's just, there's nothing as big as Pokemon. Maybe, maybe soon. Maybe I can't announce yet, but maybe soon something. Oh. Well, it's a smaller character. And it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, it's still really cool. It's still one of the biggest things. Um, 
Yes. I remember the moment that I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the book. That was at the 10 year anniversary of my starting on the show. So like 2016. And that's when Pokemon Go came out. And that's when press started coming to me and being like, mm. hey, do you want to like do something? And I was like, oh, I can do something. You guys don't hate me. <laughs> I got a lot of hate. We don't have to get it. I got a lot of hate on the internet for a long time. And it's, it's still happening. It still happens, which is like mind blowing to me. They're like, oh, you're the new Ash. And I'm like, 16 years isn't new. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, let, let them emote, let them, let them get it out. You know, everybody's going through whatever they're going through and you got to be upset. So it took me a long time to come to what I just said and not hate people. Um, and it took me a long time. It took, it took Pokemon Go coming out for me to be like, okay, I, I have a, I have a seat at this table, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, people do want to hear from me and people do want to like hang out. So um, that was the moment. Was that the whole entirety of your question? Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. I just yeah. kind of wanted to know like when when you realized like you were Ash Ketchum. I, just, yeah. I love, I love that po I'm still like, I can't believe this is bad. Going to conventions has been really humbling and like, and also ego boosting, but humbling. <laughs> what? I'm like, I, I can't fly in the back of the plane anymore. Like once you get used to it, it's like, what? I mean, man, there's no, there's no armrest for me alone. I love it. What, what's been the biggest surprise to you for, to you for like doing the convention circuit? Cause you said, yeah. you immediately said, right, this is something that you, you were not doing for a while and now have, you know, gotten, gotten into, um, you know, what, when did you kind of decide to to dive into it and, and what have been some of the, the very fun surprises kind of along the way? Um, I decided, it wasn't a decision. It just kind of happened. I got hooked up with this great agent, Chris Woodard, uh, conventions, etc. And he was like, you want to do this show? 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 And I was like, I've been locked up for like two years. Yeah, let's go. It's <laughs> Um, and it, yeah, it wasn't a conscious like career decision. And I had one director ask me like, is this like a big part of your business? And I was like, my, no, I'm an actor. Like I'm not, I'm not thinking of this. And I still don't see it as like business. I just see it as like, go, go out, have fun, meet other actors. That's been the best part is that I'm meeting other actors that I never would be meeting. Otherwise, some people I never would be meeting. Um, and, uh, just connecting with fans has been like, it, it, it's hard when you're a voice actor, you don't even have a set around you. You don't even have like the grips and the sound people. You don't have anybody being like, yo, that was great. You know? Mm. So it, when you go to a convention, that's the only time when you, you know, it's not theater, you're not getting applause. You're not getting a standing ovation at the end. So I just like go into the booth. Okay, great. Good to see you. See you next week. You know? And that's it. It's just, it's like, it's like having a desk job. It's like, nobody's like, that you know, every once in a while, I do a take with the director and and the engineer. Are like, oh, that was that was great, 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 great job. But that's all you get. So now, like, I do the conventions, and these fans come up to me and they're crying and they're like, "You got me through depression," and that's like the greatest thing I could ever hear because I know what that's like to watch a show over and over again and it just gets you through your toughest times. Anyway, I'm rambling. It's great. No, that's that. No, that's awesome. I think it's funny. We got a uh, a, a question from the chat from All Mac. Uh, is yeah. there you have a fun anecdote of of someone recognizing your voice? Like, have you just like? Yeah. Is there a moment where you're like you're at a Starbucks and someone's like, "Wait, hold yeah. on a second. <laughs> uh, It was both times at the top of the pandemic. It was when this Vanity Fair video of me uh, showing how I do the do the dub for Pokemon mm -hmm. came out. Um, I went to Murray's Bagels mm -hmm. and. 
he, I had a mask on already and he recognized my eyes. He's like, <laughs> are you? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and that was one. And the second one was at the pharmacy. The pharmacist recognized my name in my oh. hometown where I was born and raised in Queens. So that was like actually really touching. When, when people from like, from your hometown are like, Oh my God, you do this. I'm like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> it's cute. Um, but she recognized my name. She's like, are you? And everybody's always nervous to do it, but it's really cute. I love it. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> nice. Um, do you, uh, do you only keep up with the dub or are you watching, do you like watch the sub to see where, where, where and what you may be doing like in coming months? No, no. I like the surprise. Yeah. When you've been doing something for 16 years, you need surprises. To <laughs> I'm surprised in the booth. I don't even know what's coming up. We don't get scripts in advance. So I have no, Oh, well, really? now we kind of do because of the, um, because of the pandemic because we're doing things remotely. They're like, here are your scripts for tomorrow. I'm not reading them. <laughs> I read it before I do it, obviously. Well, right, right. I don't, I don't, oh. know. I don't know what's coming. I don't want. So to is that? So is it, so are those? So so it's venture I guess to say like a good chunk of those reactions that you may be doing like are are fairly genuine in the sense that like you're seeing it kind of happen for the for the first time. Yeah, it's great. That's like the best part about voice That's acting. Great. It's every everything cool. you do is genuinely. It's immediate. There's no process of memorization and getting it all in your head and and trying it this way and that way. You try it this way and that way, but it's always on the fly. It's all cold read, you know, basically. Right. So I'm really what's good. One at of the most, what's one of the most like surprising things you've seen in a script that you remember having like a visceral reaction to as you first saw it before you did your performance? Uh, when a Pokemon died. Oh yeah. <gasps> I didn't know that. Oh could yeah. <laughs> that, that took everybody for a loop. <laughs> yeah. That was that was one of my favorite episodes. It was really beautifully done, and it's yeah. Well, I'm you like, what do you mean? I'm like reading ahead, and I'm like Lisa, what's happening? <laughs> what is this? Are we allowed to do this? You you started okay. a, like charity based off that episode, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I basically so at conventions, I I sell autographed cards, and anything that comes from my book, I, I donate it to rescues. To animal rescues. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. It's not, it, we don't do huge work, but it's, you know, it's the little piece of charity I can do at the moment. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's awesome. My mom and uh, I. All right. Uh, all right. Should we, should we move on to our, our Pokemon fact of, uh, of the week and see, see where that conversation. Takes I, I wanted to ask one more. No, go for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Other than Pikachu, because, you know, obviously you, you've, you, you've been doing, you know, talking to Pikachu for like 16 years. <laughs> Do you have a particular Pokemon that's like, uh, like one of Ash's Pokemon that's like a favorite of yours? Yeah, Greninja. That connection is like mm. unmatched, you know? Do you uh, think, do, do you think, do you think Charizard is as, as much of a, um, Trying to think of the the polite way to say this. Overexposed. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Is the hype real? Is the hype real for Charizard? Is the hype real for Charizard? <laughs> Absolutely. Love yeah, one hundred percent. You gotta have the Zard. When you're done, you know, when you're done voice acting with that attitude, you know, like needs more Charizard. Needs more Charizard. <laughs> more cowbell. <laughs> yeah, put that on a T-shirt, and I guarantee you. A lot of people will buy it. <laughs> Sarah loves the Zard. Needs more Zard. Needs That's more it. Zard. 
Needs more Zard. Perfect. Needs more Zard. Needs more Zard. would be like, what does that mean? He'd be like, ah, yes, you followed into my trap. Let me tell you about the story of Charizard. <laughs> <laughs> the lore. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, actually, okay. Do you, Sarah? Do you do you find yourself following um, like Pokemon memes and stuff? Or like, is it one of those things that like because like everyone knows that like, oh, you're the Pokemon person. So do, like, do you get flooded with Pokemon memes, or like, do you have any that that are kind of you know uh, like favorites of yours? Oh dear, off the top of my head, I don't, I don't really remember. There was one that was kind of inappropriate recently that I don't want to say. Okay, nope. Uh, Go on, go on. Something something about like, oh, I can't be a Pokemon trader because I have this certain condition. Uh. (laughs) Ah. Yes. There we go. Well, naturally, you can't. You're very distracted by your condition. Yep. My, uh, my my favorite will forever be, and it's a fairly recent one too, right? Just sad Gengar sitting on the steps. Uh, I use that thing for, for everything. Wow. Um, only because I love that one. Yeah. <laughs> every, time, every time there's a new meme, a lot of friends will send it to me. Some of them will be like, I'm sure you've seen this. And they're asking, right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still, it's, it's very kind. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right, Christian, hit us with the uh, Pokemon fact of the week. Well, we're 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 to the Pokemon that has caused quite possibly one of the biggest controversies on on the show. <laughs> the, the legendary beasts, which are actually cats, but some people call them dogs for some stupid reason. There's a reason why, and it's Entei. I changed the fact at the last second because oh. this was a lot better. So, give me a second. I'm, I'm going to pull up the exact quote. So Entei, we're, we're running through the Pokedex. We, we kind of do a Pokefact of the week about a different Pokemon. And so we're, we're talking about the legendary Pokemon Entei. And um, the, the designer of this Pokemon was asked about the creation process. And they, um, they, they, they said, um, well, he has a hairy rock-like body, volcanic smoke rising from behind its head, a king with a dignified beard. Entei's design was coming together you could say it was basically like a lion, but I didn't want it to be. Uh, I didn't want it to be simply an animal, so I settled on a silhouette that could look like a dog or a cat. So <laughs> this is the reason why you know everyone thinks it's a freaking dog, you know, because of this this Pokemon right here. Like I, I, this has been like since I was like literally like thirteen years old. I've been arguing with people over whether these stupid Pokemon are cats or dogs. I'm like, they're clearly cats. It's a saber-toothed tiger. It's a lion. It's a panther. And like, no, that's a dog. It's like, who who comes up with this? And it, because it was deliberate. It was meant to be vague. This stupid Pokemon was vague. Also, it comes from volcanoes or something. I don't know. That's, I that's mean, the Pokemon of the week. But here's the thing. I, I've always kind of thought, like, why not a mix, right? Like, Entei, I, I sort of get, right? But when you get to, you know, Reiku and Suikune, who I'm names I'm probably butchering again. Um, I mean, Reiku is very much like that looks like a cat because that is a saber toothed tiger. Um, yeah. Suikune is more like a horse than anything else. And so I just think that they are just different. They are just different animals, even though we lump them all. I guess these are the legendary cats. Yeah, they are cats. They are. Thank you for I drives me nuts. I can't wait to be rid of these. Well, like Entei could come come across looking like a, a no. Saint Bernard mix of some sort. That's I, I read that and I'm like, how I I know people who have owned Saint Bernards. I like maybe the body shape, but the face yeah. doesn't look anything like a Saint Bernard. Like because it because it, it, it doesn't have a snout. 
Yes, it doesn't have a snout. You know who else doesn't really have snouts? Cats. Cats don't really have snouts. Pugs don't have snouts. Well, pugs are like, you know, like mutants. <laughs> no, that that was through generations upon generations upon French generations. bulldogs. They don't really have they don't they don't have snouts either. So like it, it could be like a big French you bulldog. Know, like, yeah, like okay, so you like unless you're mean to say that you know someone has crossbred Entei to remove its snout, you know, like through thousands of years of generations. We we literally have like apparently volcanic rings, you know, the the entire seismic activity of the of Pokemon Earth was created specifically so Entei, you know, could get rid of its snout. Is that is some that some man argue? some man ticks in the chat says Mew is a cat and has a snout. I mean Mew Mew's also <laughs> like a you know it's like a basically like a freaking ditto only cute. My Savage, kid, Savage Patch Kid uh I'm I'm here with this one, the dog, tiger, and deer. I can I can get behind that with those. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. I, I mean like Sukun is like in the forest, like they're all about nature. So, like a deer kind of like esque looking thing. Uh, you know I will though say, Intei, watching it in the like seeing the Pokemon movie uh, three, like way back when in theaters with my mom when I was a little kid, uh, she remarked to me recently when I brought this up that she thought it was a cat as well. And so, I'm just using that as the objectively correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you you've been exposed to like just Sarah. You've been exposed to like the the, the full like wild podcast as a period experience. We talked about baby Pokemon. We talked about cats versus dogs. You know, we've gone on crazy rants about literally nothing. This is know. amazing. <laughs> this is which episode? How many episodes do we have of this? <laughs> Hundred and sixty-five yeah, episodes of all of of this. I'm sorry I haven't been listening thus far. I listened uh, to one. <laughs> I got a feel for it, and I was like, oh, I'll be fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you just got to go back like one or two episodes. Like every one or two episodes, we fight about the legendary beast. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's a consistent thing. It, it, it's it's it so funny. Like, like, Sarah, this this very much is this show very much is a passion project for, for the three of us in the sense that uh, we were talking just the other week how um, how how crazy but also flattering it is when someone leaves a review and they're like, oh yeah, I just binged the whole thing, yeah. and I'm like, oh my goodness, you, you listen to to like to 260 some odd episodes of what we do. Thank you. It's fabulous. I love it. Uh, one one of my friends, she has been binging the show for for reasons which I can't like talk about, but she she made the comment because she's like an online acquaintance. Um, but, um, you know, she, she like went back and binged it and, you know, uh, that, that always like, it's just like wild. It's like, why, why does people want to listen to my voice for like a hundred <laughs> episodes making a bunch of dirty jokes about Pokemon? Um, <laughs> I don't know. My favorite thing is, I think like about 30 episodes ago, I said I was going to be doing a rewatch of the entire Pokemon anime, which I have been sticking to. But it's funny now because now I get people who have just listened to that episode and they're like, I'm going to start. So I have like so many people in my DMs who are like, oh, I've just gotten to this region, this region, this region. And I'm like, you are all started this rewatch at very different times. <laughs> Some people are like, going into Alola and then some people are like just in like Indigo and I'm like I'm trying to keep up with you I'm trying oh my god <laughs> so that, that is my favorite thing being like okay I okay you're watching this you're watching that you're watching this so that that is that is one of my favorites that's so cool thank you for doing that can I just say that? oh I 
I mean, come on, you know, so I'm the editor here <laughs> it's, awesome. it is my favorite. So, oh. Sarah, thank you. Oh, go ahead. Somebody, uh, people are in the chat are talking about how I'm like trying to correct you guys. Sweet. <laughs> Um, Suicune. <laughs> yes. And then, yeah, it's Arceus. It, there we I, go. I, I read a really funny, like, I don't know if this is true or not, but because, uh, like, apparently there's, like, an early, I don't know if this is, like, true, but somebody said that the pronunciation changed because, like, originally it was Arceus, and, but it sounds too much like Arse, which is how, like, the Brits call it, say, ass. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, there no, I only I only found out when the game came out. I was like, everybody's saying it differently. You guys need to tell me. And, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> That's it. And then and then just and then again, there was just a quick follow up. Please send me the pronunciation bible. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. DTW, please send that priority send mail right now. <laughs> uh, there's no there's no one I was I, I've been thinking about too from uh, Link is a Weeb. Uh, is it Requaza Rayquaza? Rayquaza, and shame on all of you and the person in the chat because I said it so many times as Ash Ketchum. <laughs> this is true. Rayquaza. Rayquaza. Yes. That was that was like that would have been like the when you first started, right? Was you know that that was no, no, that was pretty. That was more recent. I don't know. Time flies. I have, <laughs> I have no idea, honestly. I don't know. Somebody put it in the chat. <laughs> welcome, uh, well, well, welcome to our new show, Pokemon Pronunciation with Sarah Natocheni. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, would listen. The amount of times I've had to go onto YouTube and search, you know, ahead of things is like how to pronounce da 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 da. Like, they, oh, it's a, it's bad. It's no, not what, good. What they need to do, what the Pokemon company needs to do, is they need to have you like voice. Uh, so there's, um, you know, Dungeons and Dragons has like, you know, they have like official mo monster pronunciations and they hired some like voice actors from like Critical Role to go and like voice all like the weirdo monsters. They should do that with Pokemon, only have you do it as like Ash, where it's like Ash is saying all of it and put it on the website. Pokemon Company, go, you know, we know you listen, go and do it. <laughs> yeah. What's my idea? Good one, though. Good one, you guys. Think about it. There we go. Perfect. Sarah, thank you so much for joining us today. Where can people find you uh, on various places on the internet? Everywhere. Everything that's actually listed at the bottom of the screen here. I'm on all of those things. I'm verified on everything except Twitch. I think I'm not verified, but I've been in the chat. Sarah, Nat Sarah underscore Natashoni underscore official. I'm active on Twitter. I'm very active on Instagram, uh, TikTok. Also, I've, I've got amassed quite a fun following there. And um, yeah, I'm everywhere. Awesome. Well, thank you, Sarah. Do you have any cons coming up or uh, what's, yes. your, what's your con schedule looking like? Con schedule. It's it's full. I forget what we've announced already, but if you follow me on, on social media, you'll know. <laughs> uh, my next one is um, in uh, Midland, Odessa, Texas, and that is the last weekend of this month. It's a fandom events uh, anime con. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Right, well, and then uh, for you, uh, for you listeners, if you are looking for ways to uh, support the show, the best way to do it, obviously, head on over to iTunes, leave us a five star review. Uh, and if we read one on the air, uh, we'll get you get, get a T-shirt your way because we are now back in the office and I now have access to mail. So T-shirts are going out. Um, and uh, otherwise, uh, like I said, just tell your friends about the show. Are you in like a Pokemon group chat? Are you uh, in a Pokemon Facebook group? You just take the link, drop it in there and say, hey, listen to the show. 
by the way, if you're a Pokemon fan, I think you'll uh, I think you'll enjoy this. Those are the uh, the best ways to support us. If you want to get involved, you want to chat with us after the show is over at Pokemon Pod CB is where we're at on Twitter. Otherwise, you can find me at Jim Biscardi. Megan is at Megan Peter CB. Christian's at Seahoffer C Bus. Guys, any any final final words of wisdom before we we leave today? Uh, but Sarah, again, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. All right. Well, until next week, folks, uh, may the shiny luck be in your favor and, uh, we'll catch you here at the same time, same place next week. See you folks. (laughs) 